Engage quantum drive. Hey now, and welcome to Quantum Drive. I'm Rob, and Katie will be joining me in just a moment for today's episode. We recently had the chance to chat with Imani Pullum, who plays Topa in season three of The Orville. We talked to Imani about her portrayal of Topa, how she learned to be a Mocklin, working with the cast of The Orville, and much more. Before we jump into the interview, just a reminder that you can support the production of this show by becoming a backer on Patreon. At the $5 level, you'll get instant access to over 25 hours of exclusive podcasts, including Mark's alternate one-sentence reviews, as well as new bonus content in the future. You can become a backer by visiting our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com support. With that, here's our conversation with Amani Pullum. It's nice to talk to you. I'm really excited that we get a chance to ask you some questions about this season. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You did an amazing job this season, and I guess if we just jump right in, I've loved your portrayal of Topa. What did you think when you first learned about the role, and what was it like getting to play an alien species like a Mocklin? So when I first got the audition for the part, I like wasn't super familiar with the show at all. So I did a little research about Mocklins and just how they behave and how they speak, and just so I could like feel as much like a Mocklin as possible during my audition. And I just thought it was so exciting getting to play an alien. And luckily, Chad and Peter had like fully just done the Mocklin thing. They have it all set, you know, they're super Mocklin-ish. So I just learned from them. So that was really exciting. What kind of things did they have to teach you about being a Mocklin? Like those specific inflections and maybe some different ways of moving? I think I learned most of it just from like listening to them and watching their pieces and snippets from the show because, you know, their inflection and their body language is so specific. So I think like getting to see them do it in person really helped me understand how it's supposed to look. So, you know, you got to work with Peter and Chad a lot this season. You had some very emotionally intense scenes. What was it like working with them and getting to do those deep dives and just really important discussions this season? It was really incredible getting to work with them because they were just so supportive from the very beginning. And scenes like that are so hard to do. It's like a lot emotionally. But what's really nice is that everyone was so supportive, especially Chad and Peter, because, you know, we're doing those scenes together. And I felt really connected with them. So I think that's why it read well when it was out, because I just felt like really super connected with them. And I think We had a good thing going, so it was nice getting to do that with them. You also had, over the course of the season, Topa had a very special bond with Commander Grayson. Does that kind of relationship require you and Adrian to work together off screen to strengthen your personal bond as well? Or is that something you can accomplish purely on screen? Well, we chatted a whole lot because, you know, it takes a long time to create a project like that. And sets are so huge and like incredible. So. There was a lot of downtime in between filming different scenes, and I really got to know Adrian really well. So I think it helped for sure. I don't know if like what it would have looked like if we hadn't built that connection, but it definitely, I think, helped with our scenes. I know we just saw the episode Midnight Blue, and 
we got to see you and Havina interact, or Topa and Havina interact, who's kind of been a part of Topa's story since the beginning. What was it like getting to work with Rena? It was so exciting. She's so cool and so sweet. And we still like chat on Instagram and stuff and just like say like, oh, you were so good in this episode. You were incredible. Like she's such a sweetheart and an incredible actress. So I just loved working with her. There's a, uh, a little bit of a production question I had. So in A Tale of Two Topas, Topa's voice is clearly a bit different before she underwent the procedure. I imagine that was your voice being altered in post. Either that or you're just a fantastic voice actor. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that good. Yeah, I, <laughs> I spoke like a little bit lower um, and a lower register. But yeah, they definitely like adjusted it. I saw something on Twitter that was like, showing the whole process of adjusting the pitch and whatnot to make me sound lower. But there was a point like in November, last November, when I had to like go in and do ADR, because even though I wasn't speaking in the pitch that you hear on the show, I still needed to match the pitch that I was doing during the scenes. And in like one of them, it wasn't exactly the same. So, Mm. you know, it's very like specific and you have to like meet the mark every time, but it came across well, and it oh, sounds yeah. cool. So, A little more of a serious question. In Midnight Blue, Topa is kidnapped and taken to a Mocklin base to be tortured. And those scenes must have been very complex to film. Was there anything special you needed to do to prepare for that specific sequence? I don't know. Like, There was a stunt coordinator there, of course, and a double. But I think they just, like, like every other scene, you know, explained what was going to happen. And just making sure that like everyone was doing the best they could to just stay safe and not get anyone injured. So, yeah, I think it wasn't too bad, like with the stuff that I had to do. But, yeah, I feel like we did a lot to make sure like nothing crazy happened. Is there anything that you did to break tension in between takes or was there tension or was it like a you joke around in between those shots? It's definitely like joke around in between the shots for sure. Because then, you know, there's a mic where the directors will like say action, cut, yada, yada. But then there were constantly like jokes being thrown out. And like, it was very lighthearted, the work environment, like when we weren't actually filming. So that kept it nice. I was happy that it wasn't so heavy all the time because, you know, the scenes are very emotional and it can be a lot. But there was a good balance for sure. I'm assuming this show is one of the biggest visual effects productions that you've worked on so far. How was that experience for you to work with like the blue screens and the props and all the elaborate costumes and everything? It was so interesting because I feel like most of the time I didn't know what was like, they would explain what was happening, but I don't know. I just like couldn't wrap my mind around it fully. So seeing it, I was just like blown away. Like that was so cool. All the effects and stuff. And like during scenes where I think in A Tale of Two Topas, I'm like looking out of the window at stars and all this stuff. Like there's nothing there, but they did tell me there were going to be stars, but it's just so much cooler to see (laughs) for sure now because, you know, everything's been put in, but I got like little sneak peeks of things during the process. So that was nice. I guess this kind of ties into that, but I also know you were in the, the touring production of The Lion King, which I've actually seen and I loved it. That is amazing that you were a part of that. So how is it different moving on to something like a sci-fi set from like a theater setting? So 
when I like made the transition from theater acting, like especially in a Disney kind of show to more film and television stuff, I had to like reel it in a whole lot because, you know, you're acting for the stage. There's a lot of projection and you have to make your movements a lot bigger because people have to be able to see you. And there was a little bit of a learning curve for me when I came back to like film and television because I was so used to doing everything like really large. So yeah, I just had to make things more subtle, but I think it definitely has helped with being on the Orville because of the physicality and stuff like that. And the Orville is kind of a theatrical show. I think that a lot of it is theatrical and all the music and the singing and like the different aliens you have to be, the movement is very different from human movement. So I think it's helped for sure. I guess I have a follow-up to that because you have to wear makeup for Topa. Do you feel like being a theater actress as well ha- helped you kind of be more expressive underneath all that makeup? I think so. You know, it's so bizarre. Is that like I, I was doing an audition for some other thing like back in the day. It's like a comedy thing. And one of the producers was like, you have a very expressive face. And I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to like take from that, but thank you, I guess. But I think that's like helped with being Topa because, you know, it can, the emotion can kind of get lost with all of the makeup. So I feel like a lot of the story, I think I tried to tell with my eyes opposed to like everything, you know, there's not a lot of movement in this part of the face. So, yeah. When you're spending so much time on a television set like that, and you are in between the scenes that you have to be in, are there any other aspects of the process that you're very interested in that you'd like to learn more about? Hmm. Well, I really thought the like costume element was really so cool because there's like a backstory with every article of clothing and they just like, it's so cool to see the whole process of them designing the costumes. And like I did all these fittings and how they just look at things and design things. I thought that was cool. And also the makeup, because I spent a lot of time in the makeup trailer. So I got to see a lot of that process of like how they put my makeup on and then how they did like all the aliens makeup. So I thought that was fascinating as well. That would be really interesting. I've loved getting to see the new aliens this season. How long did it take for you to become Topa in the makeup chair? I think it was like two or two and a half hours, but I didn't really look at the clock when I was in the makeup chair because I don't know, I felt like that was kind of pointless. So I just like sat and got my makeup done and just chatted with Todd, my makeup artist, who was really incredible. And like literally everyone in the makeup trailer was so nice and it was so fun and like a party every time I was in there. So I really enjoyed getting to sit in there and just like chat with everyone because they've all gotten to work on like such huge, amazing projects too. So they have so much information and like, it's nice to like listen to what they have to say and learn from them. I do have a question about because Topa is such a lovely, rich and complex character and we got to see her grow up this season. What was your favorite part of portraying her? And has she taught you anything about yourself? I think my favorite thing was that so many big milestones occurred in her life throughout the episodes that I was in. And I was excited to be able to like do that and show that and like show the different sides of her. So I thought that was super exciting and learn from her, I guess, to be more like courageous and like outspoken because she knows what she wants and she's very sure of herself and she's yeah I don't know I thought it was super exciting to play her and I feel like we grew up together kind of at the same time so that was also exciting to do so 
yeah, she holds a big piece of my heart. <laughs> That's awesome. Have you been watching the fan reaction to everything as the season's been going on? And if you have, is there anything that's stood out to you as like, wow, that person did that in response to Topa or anything like that? Um, I've seen a lot of fan art that I thought was so cool. And when I watched the first episode, I was in Tale of Two Topas. I was like on Twitter at the same time because I just was curious what people had to say. And it was really exciting getting to see because I didn't expect that kind of reaction for Topa. And it was like a big surprise for a lot of fans. And especially because like I was looking on Twitter before the episode came out and some people had been wanting to see Topa's story and like see her find out about her past and, you know, all of that. So I think it was nice for and satisfying for fans to see Topa, you know, discover who she is. So yeah, it's been really exciting, like all the messages and stuff. And I got to do it, go to a panel a couple weeks ago, or maybe like a week ago for Gaze in Space. So I got to meet a lot of people who are huge fans of the show. And I thought it was just like so cool to meet everyone. I know your character this season made me cry quite a few times. And I just absolutely have to commend you on your performance because there's some of my favorite moments from the season from Topa. Has there been anything that has stood out to you that you're really proud of from this season? I'm really proud of how much, I don't know, I'm proud of Tale of Two Topas, like really proud. I think that everyone works super hard and I feel like the reaction has been incredible. And it's really led to a lot of great conversations as well. So I think that's something to be proud of. Like, I feel like every episode, there's a story and it's led to a lot of big, important conversations. So I think that's really exciting. I think we have time for one more. So what is coming up next for you? So I was in a film called Emancipation and it's directed by Antoine Fuqua. I play a character called Betsy. So that'll be out sometime in 2023, I believe. And also, I'm going to start my sophomore year of college at NYU in the fall. So it's amazing. I'm excited about that. Lots of good stuff coming up. <laughs> yeah, you know, just college and a, an entire movie. So yeah, not, not, not too big deal. That's amazing. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We've enjoyed your performance so much over this season when we hope to see more of Topa. Fingers crossed that a season four comes our way. Yeah, definitely hope so. Thank you so much for having me. Thank, thank you. you. Quantum Drive is a production of The Geek Generation. If you like this show, be sure to check out our other podcasts on The Geek Generation Network at thegeekgeneration.com. If you'd like to support the show and get access to exclusive bonus podcasts along with other perks, you can visit our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can follow Quantum Drive on Twitter at Quantum Drive Pod and me at the Rob Logan. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayKatiePlay and on Twitch at KatiePetersPlays. And Katie is spelled K-A-T-I-E. Please rate the show and write a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do, we may read your review on an upcoming episode. Finally, questions and comments can be sent to quantumdrive at thegeekgeneration.com. We're out of here for now, but we'll see you soon in In the the future. future.